Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the D.C. Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. My name is Moisha. Ew. Ew. I don't like that name. I don't like that tone. That felt very <laughs> anti-Semitic. No, it's like if someone calls me Tasha. <laughs> kind of. Um, Tasha, mm-hmm. listen, I got to get this off my chest before we bring our very exciting guest on uh, into the call. I had a fucking freaky moment last night, and I would say your bedside manner was, I would say, a two out of ten. <laughs> um, I was in bed. It's midnight. We're watching MASH. What do you want me to do? Well, uh, let's... A very sexist movie, by the way. We're trying to finish our Oscar best... Uh, screenplay. Screenplay. And MASH was what we decided on. Extremely sexist. Very Every sexist. woman is just like, oh, you want the you want the blonde or the brunette? I'm going to spin her around and... How about I take both? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like playing pranks on the women and they're... Hum- right. but, but the women there's are like getting a, genuinely humiliated. There's a scene where they like can't decide whether the blonde has blonde or brown pubic hair so they <laughs> arrange like a public uh, humiliation where they rip off the canvas where she's showering so they can all look at her pubes and then it's just like huh. and then she runs into her supervising officer it's she runs into her supervising officer and is like if this doesn't stop i'm gonna resign my commission he's like well resign your goddamn commission bitch it's just no he's like hot lips she's like they keep calling me hot lips he's like sorry hot lips like, it's, it's just, uh, anyway. How it became an American institution uh, on it, that I'd runway. I never understood MASH if someone could play the TV show. It was just very odd to me. It's a weird movie. But People anyway. In, but the, it is interesting to see their mask technique. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting to now see. Now that we're a, 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 a universe of masks. I was looking at their masks and going, how are there mask deniers when 
since the Korean War, <laughs> doctors were wearing masks in the theater of operation. And then remember, someone came in without a mask and he's like, get the hell out of here. I do not want to be responsible for you infecting this open, this person. So. And then he was like, uh, COVID. He said COVID and it was really forward thinking. Anyway, n- n- neither here nor there. In the middle of MASH, Natasha's dribbling asleep, as she always does when we watch a movie. I, fe- I rub the back of my head and I feel a little bump. And I'm like, what the heck? What's this bump? And I pull out of my hair oh my God. a fucking gigantic eraser-sized tick. Why I have ticks in bed, I don't know. I'm freaking out. Natasha stirs well, they're a not bit. in bed. It's in your head. Yeah, they're in bed. Well, you never heard of bed head? That's what it's based on. Anyway, I pull this freaking tick out of my head. Natasha stirs a bit. I'm like, oh my God, look what I just pulled out of my head. And she's just like, could you turn the light off? You're making a lot of noise. I'm like, there's a fucking tick infesting me with well we went on a hike we go on a hike every day what do you expect you never heard of lime you never heard of rocky mountain fever i've never heard of rocky mountain fever well that's what this kind of tick by the way they don't uh, apparently i looked it up i quickly downloaded an an insect identification app and it was a it was a brown dog tick and it's fucking fat, dude. So what do you think it's from? Do you think it's from our hikes? I don't even know. I don't even know. I think it might honestly Did be... You, do you wear a hat on a hike? I honestly think it might be from you. Oh, my God. Because you aren't that cleanly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm way cleaner than you. You think so? Yeah. Not. I'm not talking must. I'm talking um, cleanly. Okay, Mosh. Well, well these, I'm um, sorry you got a dog tick in your head. It's not I'm even sorry that. I didn't start crying last night. Remember when, a, when a, cute, a cute mouse ran across the floor and you were like, ah, ah, ah. you had a fucking panic attack? If there's a cockroach a yard away, you'd be like, emotion, organ, help me. I pull an, a, a parasite out of my body and you're like, uh, it's a little bright in here. Could you keep it down? Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, I might but have. What do you want me to say? Oh my you god, got it, you got it out. Oh my god, that's I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't start clapping. C- c- clapping, I was glad you got it out of your head. You should have clapped. It wasn't, and you know what? I would have been worried if it was like a half of a tick, but it was like a full, it was actually extremely okay. large. Why was it so big? L- 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 let me, let that me. was not a that was not ever the kind of tick I've seen. I before. know it's a North American deer tick. That and was really let me, gross. Let me, let me read you a text that I sent to Andrew about this. I said, I pulled this tick out of my hair. He writes back. Oh my God, sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> That's how you should have responded. My male platonic friend had more loving and c- compassion. I'm sorry. Anyway, speaking of loving compassion, our guest today, a loving, compassionate, and talented person. She is the star of This Way Up, the show that just its second season and first season. And just won a BAFTA. Won a freaking BAFTA, dude. On, on You can Hulu. watch it on Hulu. With it's freaking good. Sharon Horgan, I love everything that she's a part of, and of course her co-star and our guest today, Ashling B. Whoa! Hey, hey. Wait, we can't see you. We Hold can on. hear you. Oh, have I turned off? Oh, I've taken off my video. There we go. Now I reveal yes. myself. Hello. Oh my God. Oh, hi guys. Look at is that your real house? This is our real house. Yeah. Is that your real uh, hallway? <laughs> No, my it, actually, I just got embarrassed that this is my real office space, and it looks like a hallway. 
That was such a burn. No, I didn't you mean called it. it a hallway. I didn't mean yet. it as a roast. You called it a no, hallway she... to my face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was Justin Bieber and you guys were on the roast of me. For uh, God's sake, a hallway. Oh, God. Ashling, the thing. Ah, uh, now look at that. Look at those. Look at that storyboard back there. Look at those notes you put. Look. I can tell a lot about you from just your office. Your, your oh, orderly. Really? You have good taste. Um, you're clean. Look how everything's hung up. We don't have stuff like that at our house. One thing I've noticed is that your your vibe has changed drastically since you won the BAFTA. Like I can feel BAFTA energy coming from you. Well, well, well. Has it changed since I won the the BAFTA? Um, let me just take you down to my actual hallway. I wonder where you're walking to. It's hard to know what your mission is right oh, now. Oh, I'm just I'm just when I sometimes when I do podcasts and stuff, I like to um, move about I just a bit. Like to move. Like, I'm not one of those. Um, I suppose stagnant comedians. Sure, I do. I do like to move. Um, to She's going to show us her um, screening room now. Marcia. Wait a second. What's that? I, what is that little face there in the in, on the shelf? What? <laughs> there seems Sorry. to be a, a small face, like a. A, a, a Roman emperor or something on the shelf behind you? Oh, yeah, what you? is that? It's, it's right... No, 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 to the... Oh, him. Oh, my God. Is that, have, is that a bathtub? Don't creep up behind... Sorry, you know when um when someone creeps up behind you, you don't... It, it can take you genuinely by surprise. And what people never tell you is genuinely how heavy these things are. That's something people never say, but they really are uh, quite heavy. And heavy always wear a mask, guys. Until we... Until we Kick this this virus in the nuts <laughs> and it really is gone. I have always, to say always wear a mask. It's a gorgeous award. But it's, it's also terrifying. But it's it's prettier it's than the Oscar. Actually. It's I love prettier it. but scarier <laughs> than the Oscar. Elegant. It for sure has terror involved. By the, the way, the weird thing about it is I I've never done that before. And now, you know, like if you catch yourself in the mirror. And you look like another person for a second. Then you're really scared of your own reflection at night before you go to bed. <laughs> Doing that with the eye really, really scared me. And so I sort of want to leave it like that now. So I don't. I loved your idea of using it as a COVID mask, like just a, as a flex to walk around the <laughs> yeah, streets. Going into the shops. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Of course. No, absolutely. Out of respect. <laughs> oh, maybe starting your Zooms. Oh, yeah. That is a great idea. <laughs> Every Zoom meeting you have, start with the BAFTA on your face and then reveal Hello. yourself. Yes, especially, especially if it's for something like with my physio, because we're still doing it over Zoom. Oh, yeah, so. nothing to do with entertainment like, at all. Or if someone ever has the nerve. Hi, Dr. Brent. Yeah, shoulder okay. <laughs> I, it, it's if someone ever has the nerve to make you audition for something and it's yeah. like something you really want, you should just start it. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. I don't bloody think... I'll be doing any more auditions, Natasha, anymore. <laughs> I really do have that. Actually, it's been real slow, guys. You think it's like that stopped? It like that stopped my emails working or something. Oh, that you was know. the end. Actually, uh, yeah, um, that's the end of the tour there. So, Ashling, what's going on? This is other, my hallway. Other than oh, that now that looks very hallwayish. Other than the uh, rousing you know success, what, do you know what I also have in in the hallway randomly? Just realized. Um, is that I, I, I'm probably not going to be able to make one of my best friend's weddings at the weekend. And I just realized I'm sending her. I thought it'd be funny because it's also the christening of my godson. I thought it'd be funny to send her down this. But I was like, God, do you know what? Maybe just in case they catch it on it, a, a cardboard cut out of myself. Of yourself? <laughs> it's from, do you remember that show I did? Oh, 
in, in place of me yeah because it's so sad and so I just thought it'd be funny like if that's in photos if I just can make it into especially for my godson's christening because I'm like when he gets older I want to have been at his christening so but I just thought I was like god I've really made an ego palace for myself haven't I you should make him start calling you auntie bafta I think is <laughs> I, I think with the christening you want the cutout like to have a handler because if there's no handler it might just kind of end up in the corner and be kind of sad or people might start trampling on it or what if people start you know oh sure that happens you know, that happens what? at Making every cr- no I think she means fingering no. the cutout yeah <laughs> That'll happen at every christening. That's a classic oh, christening prank. Taking it. Yeah. But I, I loved how you actually sounded like you were um, a kind of 16-year-old who hadn't been to prom yet. <laughs> Making fun of her? No. <laughs> We'd finger it. And most was like, no, I think she means fingering. We wouldn't mock her. We would, I think we... she definitely means fingering. <laughs> um, what else is going on besides the rousing success of your show, This Way Up? on Hulu? Uh, what else is going on? Well, uh, just sort of, um, God, I don't, I don't know. I actually wasn't prepared for that question. Well, what's, <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? It's a pretty, I know it's a hard hitting question, but that's the kind of journalism we well, do over here's, here. Here's a good question. How is your transition into the world? Do you feel like you're opening up a little bit more, even just, uh, do you know, you know what? psychologically? It's interesting. Well, it's interesting meeting you guys. Because I'm actually going to another friend of mine who's a stand-up comedian here called Ed Gamble's wedding next week. And I remember that you, Natasha, online and Ed were the first people who I would, like if someone else was saying something about this virus going around, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't really believe them. And when you said that you were cancelling your shows, it must have been maybe February or March 2020, was it? Yeah, Moshe, Ed, Moshe went and I cancelled. I did one, yes, she cancelled. Yes, she yes, she yeah, cancelled her yeah. half of the gig. <laughs> we see who Natasha literally would have been in the movie, you know, right. like an Independence Day or whatever it was. <laughs> Take up the dog and the kid and run. Oh, <laughs> she's, the, she's the star I die in the intro, is that what you're oh, saying? Oh, without a doubt, yeah. yeah. And she'll find a, hell, a bunch of misfits along the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of the star than a prepper, Moshe. Yeah, well, I'm more of a, of a, a plot device, a plot driver. Yes, yeah. I go to the game. Wait now, you're telling me that these winds are never normally this bad around hurricane season <laughs> he's done his job get him out of here um, but I remember I was like not thinking it was just a, a kind of like you know a, a thing that people get scared about like the millennium bug and it was when you and Ed has diabetes and he cancelled his tours like for kind of it must have been coming up to April and May. And I was like, April and May, but everything will be fine by then. Or is that really realistic? But I remember it was when you cancelled. I was like, wait now, I feel like Natasha is someone who would know where the line of derision is okay. of, of sort of when. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. You know, like we'd all have a level of like, better not get it. You know, a bit of sarcasm about things. And I was sure. like, oh, no. If Nat- I was like, oh, shit. Maybe this is serious that you were my canary. Is it a canary in the mine? Yeah, it's a canary in the coal mine. Yeah. Well, thank you for recognizing. Or is it a budgie? I don't know what a butchie is. (laughs) I like it. Is that Irish for canary? A butchie in the coal mine? What's a A butchie? (laughs) When you call into the United States, have some respect and don't say things like butchie. You know what I mean? (laughs) Butchie. It's, um, uh, you might, guys, I said like, 
budgie? Would you say a budgie? No. Like a little... <laughs> you think that'll do the trick? <laughs> we don't say that either. <laughs> oh, not a budgie, a oh budgie. Ah, the budgie. What is it? Is it well, a little bird? What do you call a little, um, like when an elderly lady has a little, not a parrot, like probably want a cracker, but something similar. Like a parrot? Like... I don't know any elderly women with birds, but it sounds cute. It's funny because it's literally a name of the, the the type of little bird. And it's quite like a well-known bird in the UK and Ireland would be a budgie. spelled B-U-D-G-I-E. So yeah, a budgie. You'd say budgie, but you try, what sounded so funny was you both repeated my accent. So you oh, went, what we? the hell is a budgie? <laughs> oh, you mean you just said whatever the BBC version would have been in No, your... no, no. You pronounced it directly as a, with an Irish accent, but with all of the other words in your sentence as an American. So you and what the hell is a budgie? <laughs> so just... I blame you. Um, What's what is? Are you in Ireland now, or are you in England? No, I'm in. I, I live in London, but I was like half the time out um, around the back of your guys' house, you know, camping. I want to go to London because oh, you actually did go to the woods. We did go to the did woods. Did you guys go to the woods? We did. We were up in the forest for a little while, but I do remember when you were staying in our yard, and I would put the flashlight out and see that weird golden face. Do you remember? Do you remember this? Yes. Wait, she's, she slept in our yard? No, what oh. do you think she did? <laughs> I, this is I thought maybe like we were camping some, I don't know. Like Worse. I'm just trying to remember. I was fingering in the yard. That's right. <laughs> you were fingering yourself in the yard. Like that sounded worse. I don't even know if it sounded worse. It sounded fine. Um, <laughs> a long time ago? I don't know. I don't think so. I think we'd remember if Ashling had stayed in our We've our, known Ashling forever. <laughs> you, like, I I don't, I just... Actually, the last time we saw Maybe. you was in London. We had, a, we had a, co- a coffee and a cocktail in London, and that was a lovely evening. With your co-star, actually. Who was that? Who Sharon was my Horgan. Co-star? Did Sharon come along as well? Yeah, it was all of us. We she... had, we... Are you doing a bit right now? No, genuinely. I don't remember Sharon being there. It was the, it was the cast of This Way Up. Emily and Co- maybe they came at different times honey you might be no up your- Sharon came at a different time we were I was there I came to see your guys with Kamal and Emily oh right that's right yes. that's right okay I get it I Mo's get just it kind of mixing up his chicks with an accent oh stop it <laughs> do you know what though I have to say there are some forms of xenophobia that are absolutely fair enough and sometimes <laughs> even in the edit I'd be editing the show and I'd be like put me oh that's Sharon fire enough like I wouldn't totally tell us apart me, Sharon, and the cores. I'm like, sometimes I double. I'm like, is that me? I have a beautiful voice. Well, you guys do have a very similar accent. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, we do. They're, yeah, we have a very from the similar same, accent. They're, they're from Ireland. They're probably Area the same. of Ireland. Yeah. All right. Listen, um, color me educated. <laughs> color me educated. I mean, I would always say it's safer to assume that people who are from somewhere don't all look alike. But actually, in this situation, it paid to be minorly racist i suppose is the it's not it's not race is it it's not race really the circle of acceptability is shrinking quickly on who you can talk shit about and i feel like actually you can't do it irish no the, irish you can totally still I do it i feel like it's on its way out it was irish and italians were the last <laughs> i think you've out. got a few yeah i think you've got a few good i think the difference is because ireland did well economically for a while mm-hmm. it's like oh okay. just when you think we're out they pull you back in so now i think it's kind of allowed um yeah, I think I think we've got a few. I say you've got three more years left of it, and then someone might be like, "Who have? Who do know. we have left after?" I guess just American pr- white Protestants. That'll be that'll be the mm. last one. Well, we're already like making fun of Christians, right? Right. All right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll of course. Keep, we'll keep track. Um, Ashling, what do you? They're think They're the about- bedrock of roasting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about um, 
helping us dole out some hot advice. I feel like you know what's up. Even if I don't, Natasha, one of my favorite things is to do is to dole out unsolicited advice when no one has asked me for it. <laughs> and I talk at people, not with. And it's just so the idea that I would be allowed to do that now is mwah, 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 as a Italian to say. <laughs> oh, I love making fun of the you Italian. You know, you guys, I am Italian. Oh, and... Natasha, get over it. I love it. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You know what I love about our new Helix mattress? Um, does it have to do with <laughs> boning? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I like to lay you down on that firm, comfortable mattress, one that was custom designed for our needs after taking the sleep quiz on helixsleep.com. I thought you were going to say when we took our sleep oath. We did not take a sleep oath. We took a sleep quiz, and we were shipped in a box, a mattress that's more comfortable than any mattress I've ever slept on, and more firm. You know what the saying, cushion for the pushing? Yeah, it, it is fun to have sex on. Is that he, what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. If you, but I know what your favorite part of it is. What is it? Opening up the mattress. Oh, I, love, I like opening up the mattress, unsealing that seal, and then just watching a beautiful mattress come to life. Helix Sleep. Has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. So if you're looking for a mattress, take the quiz, order the mattress that you're matched to. It's like it's like a mattress matching uh, thing. <laughs> it's like a mattress matching thing? It's like a mattress matchmaker? Is that what you're trying to... <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to say. They've got soft ones, medium ones. Wait, but it comes ones. right to your door. You don't even have to do anything. No shipping. And you don't ever have to go to a mattress store in COVID. Please don't do that. They have firm mattresses. Mattresses good for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Mattresses great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains. And there's even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size sleepers. I had to get one of those for my penis alone. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners if you go to helixsleep.com slash honeymoon. This is not just an ad. These are the mattresses that we sleep on at night and we love them. Once again, helixsleep.com slash honeymoon for $200 off all mattresses and two free pillows for our listeners. All right. Well, Ashling, stick with us. We're going to give a call Please. to Jess in <gasps> Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, like the a crown cheese? jewel of New York Jess State. Do you think Jess is a girl or a boy? Let's find out. A woman or a man? <gasps> this is truly suspense. Also, are all of your animals alive? <laughs> no, well, the one that you're seeing on the ground is the closest to, to not move. being. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Jess. Hi, Jess. Jess. Jess, uh, we're here with our friend Ashling B. And of Hello, course, this is Jess. Natasha, and I am Moshe. How are you calling from Buffalo, New York? Oh, dang, girl, Buffalo. Yeah, it's uh, it's feeling like Buffalo today. It's like 64. Mm. Degrees. Um, yeah, do yes. you understand what that means, Ashling? I know that's got to throw you off. No, well, we, d we do Celsius here, so I might have to go, mm, I might have to Google what that means before I'm like, sheesh, that is... Huh? 64 is not it's like it's just like doesn't feel like summer anymore it's like falls oh creeping it's in. my okay okay i feel like you've got something you're about to reveal like an art piece you've done that you're going to pull down that um sheet and just go it's a nude painting of myself <laughs> no it's just my curtain at work and i had to close it so that the lighting wasn't too bad you look great i love buffalo as we all say it's the crown jewel of new york state the only reason to visit the state <laughs> 
they say when you go to New York, go to Buffalo. Yeah, once the last time if I was you can in, take it there, you can take it anywhere. <laughs> if the last time I was in Buffalo, outside of our gig, there was a an uh, anti-abortion rally. So that sort of sums up my experience with Buffalo. Jess, how can we help? She's anti-abortion. Uh, yeah. Okay. Is it right <laughs> to terminate a pregnancy? That's what I want advice on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> so um, I am calling for advice about what to do about my best friend's boyfriend. Um, so they live across the country. We've spent a lot of time together because they go back and forth. I go there all the time. Um and they've had, you know, some issues, all couples fight. Um, and he always comes to me, his boyfriend always comes to me when there's an issue. And my best friend is not comfortable with this. You know, he he's likes to keep things close to the chest. If we've ever had an issue, he doesn't talk about it with anyone. He's just a private mm. person. I respect. Um, and... I can't seem to get him to understand that even though he knows his boyfriend is not comfortable with it, I'm not comfortable with it, that like, this is inappropriate and it can't, it can't keep happening. Um, I've tried talking to him about it and, you know, expressing like, this is crossing the line in your relationship. It's crossing the line in my friendship. I want to be your friend. I want to be there for you and other things. But when it comes to this, like, I can't be your confidant. Um, and I know the reason he's coming to me is because, you know, he's, he, I know him better than anyone. So he wants to know like the right way to approach things with him, oh. but it, you know, it's just, it's crossing the line. And so I, I don't know how to say it better than I already have, but it just, it keeps happening. It's pretty offensive to me that you've told him that you don't want him to talk to you about the, it just feels slightly disrespectful to you. Because you've set it, you know, and you've set a boundary and he cr- keeps crossing it. So I'm not exactly sure what to do when, when that happens. What do you think? Well, Ashley, what do you, any thoughts jump out? Well, I think it's love, though, isn't it? You do anything for the person you love. Clearly, your boy, your best friend's boyfriend loves him so much and wants yeah. to make it work. And it's almost like you're a little bit calling not behalf of yourself or your best friend, but this lovely guy who he's going out with. And it's almost like whether he should stay in a relationship where he can't talk to the person he loves and communicate with him. And that's that's kind of sad because you're his last bastion of hope. And we've all done it. We've all kind of like tried to get a best friend going, I don't understand him, you know, when you're drunk in a bar. Is do you does he is he like was he like this with the with the girl before? <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him I asked though, but was she was she lovely? Was she gorgeous? Um, so it feels like I think crossing a line as well, even for your own head. I'm not sure if it's that dramatic. You know what I mean? As in to, to use that language might create a narrative in your head. Like every time he does it, it's it's bad for you. It's 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 pretty sad for him, but it's almost maybe worth having a chat. But it's not your place because he's not your best friend to say, should you be in a relationship with my best friend? Because he can't talk to him. Or would you invest in couples counseling? Ask him if he just could. There needs to be a third party there, which is okay sometimes. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's like he's probably doing it because he bloody loves your friend and wants it to work and can see maybe your friend getting in the way of letting him make it work. 
and he's trying to get you on side. I totally agree. And I have suggested couples counseling. They've just been together for a year, but I, I have seen areas where I think that that would be appropriate. Well, um, the good news is they're probably going to break up because, <laughs> because that's not balanced. Like for someone to keep, like he obviously feels like he doesn't have enough agency in the relationship. He's like, mm-hmm. but, like bothering you all the time he's about trying to it. create an alliance like yeah a, like it just a reality seems like show. your friend doesn't like him as much as he likes him you know but hopefully that could change but i'm, I'm just saying that yeah. that is what it smells like well can okay mm. i have a question first of all yeah. are you wearing a california medallion around your neck i i am they live in la and from buffalo actually on, and honestly i don't mean to change the subject but you're not really allowed to wear that and just as a <laughs> california native i just can't really allow that but, uh, you're okay. crossing Moshe's line. That's right. Th- th- now that was a boundary. That was a boundary. And see, now you're respecting my boundary and we appreciate that just like this guy won't. Okay, here's a question. You said, <laughs> you, said you can't think of a way to say it more clearly than what you have. What Exactly what have you said? What was the way in which you made this boundary? So I have said that, you know, my... I, I don't want to say their name, so I'm sorry to keep calling my best friend, but it's... Um, Luckily, your face is completely blurred out in this and your identity will be <laughs> They'll never know who you who it was. Um, I said, you know, he's really not comfortable with this. He's expressed it to me. He's expressed it to you. Um, I, I want to be there for you and I want to help you, but I, like, I can't with this. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I totally understand. Like, I think that's wise. I think that that's, you know, smart. But then the next time something happens, like recently they were on a date and he was texting me during the date, oh my God. like complaining about things he was doing. And I just didn't respond. And then the next day I was like, you know, or no, the next day he messaged me and said like, oh, it ended up really being really good, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm so glad that you guys had a good time. I was like, um... I can't do that. Like you, you can't like real time be messaging me complaining about him. Like this can't happen. And he says, yes. And it's funny. Your silence worked though, in a sense, one thing myself and my best friend have this thing and it turned out to be a random word, but like almost like a safe word or a code word. I love this. And we were like, sometimes, well, we are best friends. She's my soulmate. She's in a different stage of life where she has like you guys, like just to like, um, a, a two-year-old uh, baby my goddaughter and just there's so much going on and I'm in a kind of weird world doing totally different things and it's almost like sometimes I might text her and be like oh my god this happened blah, 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 blah. and she won't have the emotional capacity to reply to me but um, but I know she loves me and if she could she would and sometimes she'll be like blah 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 and I want her to to feel seen but also I literally can't in the way I get back and You're we came up with it. We were like, oh, we'll use stuff, something. Right? It's, I, I can't, like, and they're so heavy. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. I get that. You can't People carry on a relationship. Lay, yeah. <laughs> no, no one, oh, and then texting. So what do you say? Um, <laughs> but we say, well, we, we, we had a word that we thought wouldn't stick, and it was Theresa May, who was a former UK prime minister, who wasn't even a feminist. <laughs> right. And we were like, ah, something like that. And it has stuck now for four years. And we go, Theresa May, but I love you. And if you could say, because he might not always realize when he's doing the thing, because it's not like it always comes out in the exact same auto receive message, or he might not clearly understand when he's doing what it is that you think you're being very clear about. And if you could be like, do you know what? I love when we talk. I love when we emote. 
But if you do something with me, with my friend, I'm just going to send you Theresa May, whatever it is. Yep. The state of California, whatever it is, the, the buffalo phrase. wings and that little <laughs> yeah, buffalo right. wings. Yes. Love that one. And that means I love you. I believe in you guys, but this is gray area I can't go into. And it'll, it's just a bit more fun than silence. And the next day going, you can't do that anymore. You crossed a line. It, it'll just because they could get married and work it out. But maybe for you, you have to protect yourself in this situation, I think. I mean, Ashling, that's fascinating. I love it. I totally love it too, because my prim- wings. my primary feeling listening to you talk, Jess, about this is that this is feeling like um, like uh, UN negotiation between Kosovo and Albania. <laughs> It's like it's right. So You're tense. feeling very heavy. It's so from tense. It. You're it's, stressed from there's it. There's no lightness to it. It's like Moshe and Natasha did a podcast from that from that particular negotiation there, so they really know what that <laughs> felt like. They did another episode. That's right. I was on one side. She was on the other. It was one of the best endless honeymoon. But, but it's just it's feeling so fraught with. <laughs> I miss that one. It's just feeling so fraught with like intensity and not lightness. Like I know that this is hard for you right now, but really I can't because my alliance is with my best friend. As I love you, yes, yay though I love you, I can't. Ne- nonetheless, I cannot walk the street with you. It's like what Ashton's talking about is exactly right. It's like buffalo wings. I love you, but no, you know you're going there again. Uh-uh, buffalo no. wings emoji. Yeah, and exactly. And that's it. And it's just like light. Like, oh, I know you're tripping right now, but I can't be involved in this. You know, you know that rule. I love you. Bye. I just think that's the mm-hmm. that's the new way to try to set this boundary. And have fun. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And tell them you don't have to agree on it. You can unilaterally declare a meme. You can say, I'm gonna send you buffalo wings just to let you know. Well, I think you're hot and spicy. You're is a little too greasy for me right now. <laughs> No, you do your own thing, and uh, <laughs> yeah, good luck. The, uh, let us know if that works. Yeah, tell us. Keep in touch. Tell us if it works. Okay, I will. Well, I just want to say I love all of you so much, so thank you so much for having me on. I've listened since day one. So. Thank you. We love you, too. Oh. And I, I feel like I can trust you a little bit. Yeah. Now, Natasha's doing this. Natasha's doing this thing right now where she won't give me the. Com- it just and I know. Is this that about you- a threesome, Moshe? No, no. Oh my God. no it's about a foursome. Because <laughs> awkwardly, you're gonna have to pick one of us off, Natasha. So, oh right. Well, I'll just excuse myself. Um, Jess, thanks for calling. Good luck. <laughs> Bye, Anne. Oh, is she gone. She gone. Bye. Wait, Ashling. She's frozen. You're best friends with your soulmate? How do you, how, how do you? No, best friend slash soulmate. Oh, my best friend. No, as in like, I'm not going out with her. She is my best friend. And I do believe in life, you might meet your soulmate and they might be someone you go out with, or they might be your sister or your mother, your brother. Mine is my best friend I met at university. And our souls are like, she has to tell her wife. She's like, oh no, you're my wife, but my soulmate is Ashling. Um, It's that type of relationship. This is my soulmate. <laughs> he's alive by the this way he jumped up and i was like okay <laughs> don't you think we have a lot of mates for our soul in in the life yeah absolutely is that an elegant way to put it yeah it was really good <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, you think it's a lot of souls and, you know leonardo he, he painted the soul and you see oh. the light that come from the fresco uh the fresco 
If you don't believe in a soulmate, you got to try my rigatoni. It'll make you think, oh, this sauce, this this sauce is my soulmate in some way. Natasha, who's your soulmate? Honestly, I make a pesto with a fresh basil. I think to myself, I think to myself, oh, oh, you're my soulmate, a basil. I love you, I love you. And the next thing you know, it's a tomato, you know? So who knows what a soulmate is? Uh, it could be this, it could be that. <laughs> my soulmate, honey, it's obviously you. Oh, yes. Yay. I went fishing and I caught the fish I wanted. Um. Ashlyn, do you have time to stick around and do one more call? I am going absolutely nowhere. As I said, since oh. the BAFTA, very few emails. <laughs> she's going nowhere since she saw my my post about COVID 18 months That's ago. That's right. <laughs> what if you came out of your... I have not left. Once Legero was on it, I thought, oh shit, this might be serious. So I just follow her for updates. And if she tells me to get a fax, I'll get a fax. She says, oh, I don't know. I'm not getting a vax. Oh, no. That that makes me think I should be, like, um, posting You should more. stop with the anti-vax posting. Oh, yes, my I God. Agree. I agree. I think it's because I feel like, it's be, like, your comedy, it'll be like, I'm like, oh, you'll find where the ridiculous line is and you'll go to, like, the dark thoughts we might all have. So when you're like, actually, no, guys, let's take this seriously, I'm like, yeah, okay, definitely. Like that's, do you know what I mean? See, but that's so interesting because I should be doing that with comedy, but instead I'm doing that with COVID. COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a stand up COVID. (laughs) You're a stand up epidemiologist. You're a Covidian. Covidian. You know there's going to be one at the end of all. Actually, when... when uh, Edinburgh- Do you know what, Natasha? I don't like your comedy, but I love your views on healthcare <laughs> and diseases and illness. An illness. You know, as my doctor. I promise you that when I, Ed- I trust you 100%. When Edinburgh fires back up, there will be a show called Covidian about someone's journey through COVID. Without a um, okay. Oh, wait, Ashling, I have a question uh, before we go to Sarah Please. in Seattle. What's the what's the hottest vaccine in the UK? What are people taking? Are you all AstraZeneca country? Well, Moshe, I'm glad you asked. At the moment, it's whatever you can get your hands on. I personally, I'm not sure if you can tell, but Oxford AstraZeneca. Oh, you look at, yes, you That's look me. at girl. Yes. <laughs> your skin is glowing with that. Wow. <laughs> Oh, I could. I th- I thought maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's AstraZeneca. Maybe is that a- it's AstraZeneca. Okay, you got that. Okay, God, I didn't know if that ad campaign made yeah, it over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, And do you yeah. guys need? Oh, boosters? listen, we don't budgie again. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know. Um, uh, we don't know yet. But I also, to be honest, that's one thing I have a problem with. On a serious note, how dare we get boosters when most of the world hasn't even gone near right. a vaccine for their elderly family and friends? How dare we get like? What, an extra one just in case for cutesy cutesy. And I know it's, unless you're very vulnerable, like, get, please give it to other people's grannies and other people's countries. Do you know what I mean? I think the idea is that we could be needing boosters every three to four months, potentially, as it just well, runs and out. Then, and then you're like, yeah, well, well, I didn't know that when I got it. I was like five to six months because I got mine a little bit earlier. And so did my sister because she was, uh, you know, there was a kind of thing where they hadn't really exactly managed giving out the vaccines here very well. And so sometimes there would be like, 20,000 a day going into the river because you know you have to give them out Mm -hmm. at a certain time so she happened to be nearby a place going hey will someone come in at the end of the day but now we're like oh so we'll also run out of do we run out of immunity I didn't know it wasn't like a forever thing but I know wasn't that a bad realization although to be honest I had a nice realization just now which is that London 
because of how old school it is, they have to put their discarded vaccines in straight in the into Thames. the river. Yeah. <laughs> I love straight that. Straight in there. It, it's and like the man's like, story. Yes. <laughs> I'm sick of picking up these bloody vials. And the, Every time, who's going to clean them up? Me. Is that a river eel I see? <laughs> Give me that eel to make an eel pie. <laughs> I don't have time for pies. I've got him straight out of the river. I'm too busy picking up vials. Best part of this eel here, it prevents yeah. COVID infection. This is literally a scene from the the opening scene from Great Expectations. <laughs> Pip and Magwitch. You guys are really cute. Oh, let's go on the road, Ashling. Let's develop this. Why into not, something. Moshe? Yeah. Let's turn it and let's no idea be wasted. It must be developed into something. Indeed. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to make one more call to Sarah in Seattle. Woo-hoo. Now, Seattle has a much better lifestyle, in my opinion, than Buffalo. Amen. Yeah, I'd rather Excuse spend me. summer in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the temperature is there, Natasha, just as a guess before you I'd say Sarah. it's 76. Okay, let's find out from okay. Sarah. But that would be a beautiful day. So it's probably like Hi. 70s. Hi, Sarah. What's the temperature Hi. in Seattle? Uh, it's probably like 70-ish. Ooh. Somewhere around 70. There. Could you be more specific? <laughs> yes, hold on. A marriage is on the line. <laughs> a marriage is on the line? Okay. Sarah, we're going to have to put you for an answer. 61. 61? 61. 61. Sarah, yeah. are you wearing a light kimono? You couldn't tell that. I did it for Natasha. I had to wear my kimono. Oh, beautiful. okay. Thank you. Uh, so do you know Ashling B and Moshe? I do. I, <laughs> I would yes. have you been, no. Fair enough. Fair enough. That was not the right way to introduce you. And have you heard of her? <laughs> do you have you heard of her? <laughs> have you I heard of her at all? There's so knew. much pressure. <laughs> I was saying it as a joke, like, surprise, it's all of us. Oh, hey. Hi, everyone. And Sarah's like, are you the producer? <laughs> no. I'm the, the celebrity guest. I feel like every every day I'm saying something really dumb and I feel like I'm like out of social practice. Indeed. I feel that same way. <laughs> I'm just kind of like at the playground, like with other moms. I'm like, why did I just Now, does your kid that? always smell like that or is that just <laughs> things like that? <laughs> Sarah, what's happening? How yes. can we help? help besides suggesting you watch this way up on hulu oh yes i know and i love living with yourself too that was such a good show thank you ashling is supremely talented we don't even have people like her in america you should have you should have seen the impression she did of the the immigrants in of eel pie (laughs) eel pie edward she was doing earlier you missed out on a on a a truly you think i wouldn't do it again (laughs) (laughs) for some reason on a gondola yeah no i saw it though and he's got a lamp yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just quicker way to use a boat. <laughs> because those Italians, if you don't mind me saying, despite being weird, sorry, I think it's okay to talk about Italians that way, but they do some good ideas about boats. No, you know, I, I love the character, Ashling, of guy in the 1800s London who's still a little worried about like saying something problematic about the Italians. He's like, look, I'm not trying to be <laughs> offensive over here, but you know, I mean, they're, they're good at boats. There's there's no such thing as a woke uh, old Italian man. There's no such thing as a, as a woke eel, <laughs> eel hunter either. Okay, Sarah, sorry. We, we've gotten off the track. Onto the river, off the track. What's happening? How can we help? 
well, um, I've been dating my boyfriend for four years, like a little bit over four years. And we are like polar opposites on the personality continuum. Mm -hmm. And like, I would describe him in the antiquated term of like man's men, man's man. And um, so he likes kind of a me uh, type. Kind of a me type. Yeah, that's right, Moshe. Us three girls you're hanging around with think that too. <laughs> but Moshe, do you do you enjoy shooting guns and taking care of your chickens? I I might from time to time. I might. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's like that's who he is. <laughs> and in but Seattle, am, that's like, that's not the go-to exactly. No, no, yeah, he's a different mm. breed in Seattle. More Tom yeah. Hanks in Seattle, I think. You know, single dads who can't sleep. Sure, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, oh, I'll pull that reference out of the old days. <laughs> it was in the river, I believe, Ashley. What was that? Was that Sleepless in, in Seattle? Seattle? <laughs> on VHS? <laughs> I wouldn't watch that nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> and, what, and you're more of a what? Of a... Um, creative type. I like reading books. I like going to live music. I like you're fine. Kind of educating myself. You're a woman. Yes, I'm very yes. And you're so smart. like we don't share really any shared interests for the most part. Um, so I've decided in the past like two years I need to end this relationship. But I don't have really any practice because I've only been in one other committed relationship, which was like six months and um, it was easy to end because there were like weird things that were easy to walk away from and we didn't have to have like a traditional breakup. Um, so I need like a plan of what to say, like when to say it for this breakup because I'm like super anxious about it. Mm. Mm. Oh, I'm so sorry, Sarah. That's oh, no, hard. it's okay. I've come to terms over like two years of like thinking but about it. But it's also it. someone you, it's, I actually think it's harder when there's not a big reason because you're looking at someone going I love you but is this definitely it I or want are we else. the people who might yeah I want something else or like god it's one thing it's easier when you're angry at someone and you're like yeah. oh you don't make me happy but what if it's almost like I also don't make you happy and yeah, that's awful definitely. like it's 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 you know maybe he needs someone who just loves the shit out of chickens and protecting them with guns for some reason, which I think is uh, an overreaction. Depends yeah. on the size of the chicken. If they're big enough, you need the gun. The chickens are good size. Yeah. <laughs> if that chicken was badly wanted by the community, That's maybe right. in the apocalypse, then you will need your gun. So um, what are the logistics? Do you guys share an animal? Do you have? Do you share a house? We do. We share a dog uh, who's one years old. We oh, share no. a house. You have to give him the um, dog. What you own My a house parents, together? Well, he technically owns it, but I, we both put money in for it. And so, and then my family loves him. Mm. Like, absolutely. <laughs> so I think I'll break their heart too. <laughs> so you, like, do you know your family though? And it's, it's so, uh, you have to remove other people from it because yeah. you probably love his family as well. Your no, family, no matter no, I don't. what. Oh, great. <laughs> Fantastic. As long as you don't put that anywhere on record. Um, <laughs> Whoops. But uh, like your family probably love him because they think he's making you happy and looking after you like he'd look after one of his chickens. So to take take them out of the equation because they they will be fine. And that's that's another kind of gendered should, should, should uh, thing that you, you stay in. I suppose it's like 
with that with a house you have to be careful that you have your stuff and your money if it's his house technically it is his house that is something you have to go work out how to do the money but that might be somewhere you lose a bit of cash over that's just the reality of that what about the dog yeah that's the bigger thing i don't care about the house yeah. as much as the i think dog. i think sarah i think you give him the dog no i don't think so. why I... do you get the dog because he loves me more. <laughs> oh, well, that's good if that's your reaction, though. I think maybe give him the house and keep your dog. Is it clearly your dog? I was the reason we got it. And mm-hmm. I feel like I take mm-hmm. more care mm-hmm. of the dog and have more time for the dog. He's too. probably not going to be as um, contentious over that. If you're like, I'm moving out, I would love the dog. You can walk him at weekends or whatever, but I, I'm going to, that's like a comfort you get to bring because you don't have your home anymore and you have to move on. And I actually think, I think when you want to end something with someone, all you can see are are their bad bits and you can create a narrative that they're going to be horrible. He's going to shoot me with one of his chicken guns, you know, (laughs) but actually he's still the person that you loved enough to stay with for four years. And he might well be a lot more loving than you give him credit for and to not create an argument like he's going to try to take my dog and my money and my and and he's your instinct was probably that you're with the the right type of person maybe but he's also taught you well but but as in you know what I mean in terms of like staying with someone for four years of course your interests but like you've gone through a pandemic together you've managed to live through a lot of life and he's a big chapter in your autobiography which I can't relate to (laughs) Um, lots of sleep in Seattle. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back, is oh, he? I think so. Oh, oh. <coughs> that's all for me, guys. I mean, I'm um, more curious yeah. about this. Um, you've been with him four years, but two years ago you realized it was yeah. over. So half of this well, relationship—it's been yeah. in the pandemic. But half of the relationship has been, I need to get out of here. But you still don't have an articulated idea of what you want to say to him when you go. Well, yeah, because I don't want to hurt his feelings, but it's like, yeah, we have like dissimilarities, but it's more like he doesn't know how to communicate. He has no emotional depth. (laughs) He just like the more and more like the little things of when I'm like, can you pick off, pick up the trash Mm. off the sit, like the counter, like throw it away. Like you're becoming a person you don't like around him. You're becoming someone you don't like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I like we bicker all the time and it's annoying. Like I know he doesn't like me like nagging him do you want to work on the relationship no okay so you and you don't need to tell him that but you have to like I think just writing out what is your ideal situation he probably knows yeah and like do you want to be friends with him um do do you you know do you you've got to just you don't even have to answer this but I think it's really important like do you want do you want the dog do you want the house do you want to be friends with him like logistically if you can like when you do have the conversation, if you have answers for everything, it can really help, you know, or at least pitches of how you want things to go. And like just really trying to like mentally sending him love like while you're talking to him and try to resist like being like like knocking him when he's down, like, mm-hmm. you know, and you and, and you know, it's like I just can't live like this in this mess. Like if you could just try to like as an exercise in try to be like Eckhart Tolle or something or, you know, like just try to have like self-discipline of your mind of like just I'm going to be aware of my thoughts. Yeah, almost like a, remember the person you fell in love with when you're breaking up with him. And that's a re- I think that's a great idea, Natasha. Like if you go in with a list of things you want, like you don't for have to example, show them the you list. don't need the house. <laughs> you don't don't show them the list. Come, here's my demands. I'm nailing them to the front of the church. Um, I, I think like if you have your 
like if you go in going i know i'd like the dog i'll just mail him to him in this house just yeah mail it but like that means that as the conversation might you can't control how the conversation goes you don't know what his reaction is going to be you know that you're like well how do i get my dog out of this or how do i give him that and and a plan to when to walk away but also to put it i remember someone saying to me when they were breaking up with me and it was so sad, and I was definitely more into it than they were. What? Wait, wait a minute. What? It was back in the dark. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was okay. not old, mate. <laughs> far, far long ago. But I remember, like that, that element of being like, "You deserve someone who can make you happier yeah. than the way I do." Because mm-hmm. even saying like he has no emotional depth, he might just not need deep conversations. I personally love them. But what'll end up happening is you'll start making him feel stupid. He'll start feeling stupid. Mm-hmm. He won't be able to give you what you want. And he's starting to make you feel like you're nagging because you have to repetitively ask for something he's never going to be able to give you. Yeah. And you're just both feeling shitty. And when you're someone with more emotional depth, I know this happens to me sometimes because, you know, we're clever. We use our words for a living. You can start being mean in a way that they don't even have the ability to come back with. Oh, and I do that to Moshe, but he has the so- ability to come back. <laughs> Oh, but Moshe's dumb as fuck. <laughs> but what? I got these chickens. So... I got these chickens, though. God, protect them at all costs. You do not need a gun for a chicken, babe, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so I would say if you can try and remember all of the joyful bits, like where it was actually nice to be with someone who was surface level for a while and, and that that What's silliness the- that he might have given you or or basic level of like getting in there with the chickens in the farm and nature and break up with that person. So leave them with that, even if you're dying to get in the last few digs. You know what I'd say, you know what you could do would be worse than what he could do back to you. I think is probably the thing. Um, and when I've broken up with guys before, when, when it's happened, men why, why before. Are making, why are you making eye contact with me? I never broke up. I haven't broken up with you yet. <laughs> Sometimes I would just be like, I just need. I, it's just a feeling I have. I just need to have. Like it's just. I just have to follow. You know what? I, I just have this. I would always say I wanted to be alone. Mm. But I don't know. I, I'm also like good advice. <laughs> no, kind of a liar. But you know, just like it's like it's just like a. You can't help how you feel. It's just like a feeling I have. Yeah. It's an instinct. I just feel like I want to just like be alone and like just explore my life. At, you know, in, in in by myself, right? Or I don't know. It's like just making it seem like it's just this feeling I have, and I can't stop thinking about it. So I just have to honor it. And I'm sorry. Yeah. And you know, uh, you can. I'll, I'll give you $10,000 and you can keep the house and I'm <laughs> yeah. taking the dog. Well, whatever the down, splitting the down payment. But yeah. here, here's the thing too. Do not split the dog. No, don't split the if dog. If he fights yeah. you I on it, think, you have yeah. to give it to him. I, well, or I think he one, might give it to me though. That'd be yeah, nice. one person so but he might be mad, so he might withhold it from yeah. you or something. One person needs oh. to have the dog at the end of the breakup. We do not support yeah. the idea of ex couples sharing a dog. We don't. Yeah, I not. don't like that. It depends no. on the person though, because some people might just transition mm-hmm. immediately into mm-hmm. friends and like to see each other once in a mm-hmm. while. You know what? I don't support. I don't support sharing custody of the dog. Or the I've got a box of your stuff. Uh, you have some of my stuff at your house. I need to come get it. I don't support either of those ideas. Let go of the you stuff. You don't support getting your stuff. Put it on what the if porch. It's your Put it on the. <laughs> <laughs> 
I left my BAFTA at your wait, house. Wait, Ashling. <laughs> I want to come get my BAFTA and some of my old tampons, and then I'll be out of your life forever. Well, yeah, Ashling, you always held it with you when you were intimate with a man, right? That was that was one of your new rules. Yes. You're, 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 hold on. I'm a mask on. Um, it's like your fucking success. Here's my here's my thought. Here, hearing all of this, you have because it's been so long the things that were uh reasons that you wanted to get out of the relationship have curdled and crusted into resentments that you have for him you now there are now judgments Ugh. that you have for him and your discipline has to be not to bring those judgments out because you don't need to mention any of them to get out of the relationship don't kick him while he's down exactly just like natasha said like all this like you're kind of a goomba and you like you like chicken like that but here's the thing here's the dangerous part you know that going in but you're going to go in and you're going to say i want to end this and he's going to say well you're a uh, this this that things you did not know that he felt about you oh that's so are going to come up and you're going to go oh really motherfucker well i got a list yeah. of things that the I reason like. why i did that was because you dude. you're stupid you've never read a book oh my god you're paul bunyan whatever right yeah. so so you so, don't need a gun for chickens. <laughs> so you have to know all that stuff going into it. And actually, my suggestion is if you are having a difficult time making a, a roadmap, Ashley and Natasha gave you some good advice about making yeah. a list and not kicking them while well, they're down. And all I jumped stuff. on Natasha's. I would thing. say, you know, there are couples counselors with whom you can go have a breakup that together. guy doesn't even read a magazine. But He's no, not going to go do to it, a you, couple. You can do it unilaterally. You can say, hey, He's I'm going to not- he won't do yeah, it. Yeah, he's not into counseling at all. No. One thing I will say is that with people who don't express their emotions a lot, I think Moshe, you stumbled across something there which is very valid, is that if if they they're not used to expressing their emotions and they haven't been letting it out for quite a while, but they've been silently realizing something, is Moshe's right? This might be something that makes him go. And that's one thing you might have to be prepared for, which I didn't really think of before, but that, that could push him into something. And that's where you have to stand your ground. And like like Natasha was saying, not come come back with it because it's a waste of your energy. Totally. Amen. Um, and you have to immediately tell yeah. your family after you tell him. And you have to like yeah. say, yes. well, I was thinking of like showing them this video. <laughs> 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 and, be like, yeah, and, there, and your family wants you to be happy. But there is no better feeling. Not Oh, well, there is a better feeling. But it's a very good feeling to get out of a relationship cleanly and not feel like you've created a, a, a waste of wreckage behind you as you've mm. left. It's nice to get out with compassion, even if you're not being met with that same compassion. Maybe you will. Maybe he'll answer you and go like, okay, it's not working for me either. Or maybe he'll... Maybe he'll write his first poem to you in six months. I tell you, I bet he's deeper than you... He's probably a deeper thinker than you think. He just is Dear to, Sarah, no. <laughs> okay. I love you like I love my chickens. But the one thing I also like doing is fucking and fricking. I would protect you with my gun. But there's nothing I love more than my Sarah, huh? Oh, yeah, well, let's get back together. Well, he can't spell very well, so it might be a little hard for me. Okay, Sarah, this is what we're this talking poor about. Guy, Kicking he him really, always down. He really does deserve a nice simple gal who's gonna make him his grits and rub his feet at night and tell him he's hot and fuck him all the time this is why you don't wait two years to break up because go to the, the nascar race by the time you get to two years you're you're not just over the relationship you're sick of the person mm -hmm. yeah. and so it's time to come i think the game plan is make your list know what you want to say and come in knowing that compassion is the, the rule and of if law all else fails and he freaks out just blame it on covid oh, just yeah. be like you know the <laughs> pandemic it just it was too 
much. It it was, you know, look at the wreckage. He doesn't there's, live there's, in COVID. <laughs> no, he does. He, he does. He does. <laughs> Did he try to shoot it away with But, you gun? know, it really has, <laughs> you know, everyone in a relationship is feeling a level of this, except Jeremy and Miranda, our friends. They seem to be more uh, in love than ever. But, you know, it's like it does. <laughs> yeah. Who, who needs them? Amen. <laughs> But it's it's really you know it's 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 hard. So anyway, good luck to you. So like a question would be then because this might blindside him. Like how do you even like get into the breakup? Yes, I know what you mean. Like do you say let's sit down and have a talk or like how do you? There's I, never a good time to do it. You just ha- well, what do you think, Ashling? Not drunk. Well, I I I think you're right, but not yeah, not drunk. And maybe not like at sort of eight o'clock. I would say start about five mm-hmm. in case it goes till eight. And then you, there's nothing worse than like it being midnight. Then you're having to go and you're all crying and stuff like that, which could well happen. You might be like, mm-hmm. ha ha ha, I'll go on a podcast. But in the interim, there'll probably be a lot of emotions coming up. Um, and, 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 and also, what are you going to do? You should have like a you should maybe be like, I'm leaving tomorrow on this trip. You that know? night you have to get out of there. Yeah. Don't sleep tonight. You'll have sex. You'll dopamine yeah. with yeah. each other, bonding serotonin all over again. So yeah. leave with the place you go. I'm going to go and stay at Marie's tonight. You know, I assume you've got a Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go stay with Marie. Don't call me. I don't want to hear from you. Great Seattle accent, <laughs> by the way. That you was more it. Buffalo. I want you to <laughs> tell Derek. I told him he's your best friend. I want you to open up to Derek. I'm going to text him. Make sure he checks in. Okay, let's go. I'm sleepless <laughs> over here. I'm sleepless. Sarah, what's your question? Well, no, I was going to say, so uh, we just went on a vacation and like I had these fights with my mom and he wanted to like interfere and took her side and stuff. So I thought, would that be maybe a good way to like start the breakup and be like, no, to bring up well, a grievance? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, just to say like after our trip together, I realized that this isn't going to work. No, no. no. Okay. No, I, Make him, how would you feel if someone said no. that to you? Uh, yeah, not good. And also don't bring your family in because he has clearly loved your family. So yeah. don't bring something that if you still wanted to be with him would actually be a lovely thing. Not taking okay. sides, but like the fact that he loves your family yeah. as a way of maybe loving you. Don't bring in. You took my mother's side like he was probably also right. trying to be like a nice part of your family and trying to love yeah. you by keeping you guys calm and you happier, not yeah. doing it the right way. But that could have been a sign that he loves you. Okay. So I would say leave that. I've got I, recently, I, I, like Natasha said, I've been having these feelings, you know. What about like, I know you want kids, but I don't. So like this won't work. He's just going <laughs> to be like, oh, then I don't need them. There's no reason for you to come up with yeah. the right lie. Why come up with the lie that will work when the truth will do? You don't want to be in the relationship any longer. Like you want out. And you can also say, I don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. Now, the only problem with that is I've done that before. And then you like immediately start dating someone else and then eh, they get mad. What are you going to do? Here's the real thing. I was <laughs> thinking to start it, you know, certain things are cliches for good reason. We need yeah. to talk. It would, will do. Okay. Hey, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be here and there, but I want to get together with you because I need to talk to you about something. He'll know. Okay. It's a cliche mm-hmm. for a yeah. reason. Oh, no, it's going to be yeah. a terrible conversation. Well, it is. There's no way to go like, oh, but if I come up with the right, mm, maybe the mom thing, it's going to yeah. be bad. Moshe, what are you doing after we shoot this yeah. podcast? Why? I just, I just wanted to know if you had time to talk. 
What's your what's your ex's That's a classic gag, Audrey. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Gag. What's your ex's uh, number? I might go camping with him actually this weekend. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll send it to Laura. Just, just don't play him this podcast. Try not to deride him. Yeah. Try to give him love, even if it's just like through your like body feeling, like just like yeah. psychically, you know, just try to like do that. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's the best that you can hope for. And, and be honest that you are, the honesty is, isn't it? That like, you're, you're going to make each other unhappy. Yeah. Like you're going to bring him down. Yeah. So it's for him. It's not like you're doing something to him. That's like, oh, if he'd stayed with you for the rest of the life, he would have been happy. He would have made each other really sad. So it's an it's an act of service, you know? It's hard because he's a simple man. So, like, I think he's content in this relationship. So, like, that's is, why it's hard, Sarah, you know? your contempt mm-hmm. for him, I can I can feel that it's... You I can, can feel, feel it. <laughs> and, you, and, and, and I get... And I don't think it's based on reality. He doesn't seem... I, I don't know yeah. him, obviously. But I, I would venture a guess that he's not as contemptuous as much as a person who you've been with much too long and now it's okay. curdled into this feeling of like disgust and just you got to get out because you will the longer you stay yeah. the more likely you'll hurt him on the way out and okay and i have to say one more want. i have to, say, I have to yeah. say one more thing though try to be as generous as you can even with the logistics okay. if if it's like if you can ha- if, if you're not really that into the dog like give him the give him the choice to choose if you really you know if you make more way more money than him like just try to be generous when you split everything up so it's like a deal that works for him so he doesn't mm-hmm. have the compounded stress of like now yeah. i'm fucking broke now i'm you know what I yeah. mean? So I think that's a yeah. That's just always a nice thing to do for goodwill. And never forget that he owns yeah. guns. So be soft, <laughs> be kind, be compassionate. Okay, we have to go. <laughs> Goodbye, honey. Good luck. All right. Good luck. Let us Bye. know how it goes. Thank you, guys. Bye. I, I think we gave her really good advice, you guys. That we were. That was. I expected that to go sillier than it went, and that was. I'm. I'm very touched by that. That one got my heart, guys. Thought you guys were lovely. The generous thing. I love it. Well, it's a form of manipulation. (laughs) It is indeed. (laughs) It's like, it's called paying them off. Emotionally paying them off. Emotionally and and financially. You're like, hey, listen, uh, you know, here's an extra, here's an extra. Here's a 500 bucks. Um, Enjoy your new life as a single man. Bye-bye now. Hey, bye-bye now. Maybe take a trip over to the... Hey, sweetheart, stop crying, would <laughs> you? Hey, that's your rent for a month or two. Oh, it is kind yeah. of like how a mafia man would break up, break up with a woman. And you know what, honey? It's $500. You take care now, all right? I'm just well, saying. You want the dog or something? <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I, well, see, but I would. Things. Here's what I do. If I really wanted the dog, I'd be like, "Here, I'll, I'll, you, I'll, I'll pay off your side of the mortgage." Blah blah blah. But you know, I'm gonna keep Mayor Cutie. Mm-hmm. But but when I broke up with my boyfriend, he let me keep Mayor Cutie, and that was really nice. We're all very grateful, grateful to him for that. <laughs> um, Ashling, and now he runs the town <laughs> like no ever mayor has no, done it's before. My dog. It's rarely a problem with garbage, and <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy the idea of the dog being like. Rawr, rawr. Thank you, Mayor Mayor Cutie, ladies and gentlemen. Ashling, you are so funny. You you just like you are, are very funny. just endlessly. By what hilarious. people say behind my backs. 
Well, you'll find out if you tune in after you log off the Zoom. We'll be talking about you, so you'll be able to know. Have you ever done one of those? Oh, I'll never tune off the Zoom. <laughs> Wait, you know what's really great that I have to say in LA? That's the only place where, like, or you know, in America, do you ever have this in in the UK where you go to do a radio show and while you're doing the show, they put an iPad in front of you of like what all the fans are saying, and a lot of times they're like, "Fuck this person, <gasps> fuck this person." <laughs> Women yeah, are funny. Why are these awful. people guests? Why well, I hate this person. We should do that. <laughs> Show us a tit. Yeah. Show us where, a tit. Where is she even from? Stupid Irish people. It's a funny. We don't talk like that. It's We're a funny Italian instinct, over here. But it's such a funny instinct to put the iPad towards the guests. I know. Like anybody wants that. <laughs> Engagement. Yeah, or some, some comments from listeners here. And and you can see them go, or if or if the, you can't see the iPad and you're in a radio station and they're like this, oh, so let's see what people on Twitter right. are saying. Oh. Ashing, uh, we got Ju. Okay. Uh, Mary here is uh, is is liking the show. <laughs> like, okay, but you know you what? Just keep scrolling. <laughs> Jessica here in Buffalo says nothing funny is happening here and hasn't this whole time. What do you think of this? Uh, let's go to the song. Um, all right, Ashing, we have to go pick up our child from preschool. Uh, we love you and miss you and can't wait to someday on some continent to see you again. And whatever Natasha says, I'll do that. She says jump on a plane. She oh, says, that's right. She's, well, she's, your, gonna... she's your epidemiology lodestar. Well, I am yeah, going to you guys start your cult. tell people to watch This Way Up. There you go. On Hulu, on as Hulu. you Season say Season 1 and 2 are all on Hulu hey in Lou. America. Please, please watch it. I would really... Hulu. Hey Hulu. Hulu. Um, I would really appreciate it. Yeah, it's a great show, and you're great in it. And Ashling B, Hulu and goodbye. Okay, talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye, honey. Thank you so much for doing this. Love you we guys. You. Love you too. Bye. Can't wait to hang. Okay, bye, Ashlyn. Uh, so, Moshe, listen, we have to go because before we pick up our kid at preschool, I, I want to talk to you. What? We just have to have a talk. What? Actually, I want to have a talk with you. I want to have a talk. No, I want to have a talk I, with you. No, no, no. I need I to have, have a talk. I have something very important I need no, to tell you. I have. I, have I need to, to have tell a talk you something important. Can I just tell you something important? You, you, can I Real go first? Quick, can I, can I go, go first? Okay. You can keep Pablo. Okay, can I go Can I go now? Yeah. I love you. I love you too.